Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. So during the Alberta election campaign of the last few weeks, we've tried every week to check in with somebody in Alberta who can give us an idea of how it's been going. What have the big issues been? And this week, well, there is a lot to talk about. We know that the leader of the United Conservative Party, Jason Kenney, got some pretty big federal backing ahead of the provincial election next Tuesday. That's Jason Kenney. He was joined by federal conservative leader Andrew Scheer in Calgary for an election rally. So let's find out what else has been going on here. What about the polls? For more on all of this, we're joined now by host Ryan Jesperson from 630 Chad. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Simi. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on to talk about this because, you know, we are very curious here in BC about how things are going in Alberta. How would you size up how that campaign's gone so far? Yeah, well, and I'll tell you that this is this is amazing. I just wrapped up my traditional Friday in-studio roundtable about eight minutes ago, Simi, and we, and we concluded by talking about what Alberta's relationship with British Columbia might look like by mid-next week. So this feels like good timing. You're right. Uh, Conservative Party leader Andrew Scheer, leader of Canada's official opposition, was in Calgary yesterday where it was snowing, by the way. Yeah, you know and, what, uh, Ryan? Not snowing out here. Yeah, not <laughs> snowing. And, and well, I'm happy to tell you, it's not snowing in Edmonton either, in, in Canada's <laughs> northernmost major city. Uh, so, you know, but uh, yeah, take it for what it's worth. Of course, Andrew Scheer wants to see Jason Kenney win. Of course, Jason Kenney wants to see Andrew Scheer win. Yes. Uh, their perspectives align on a lot of things, uh, including uh, carbon levy and carbon tax legislation. But here are some interesting points to note as well. You're not going to see high-profile federal endorsements for Premier Rachel Notley because she wouldn't take it from Jagmeet Singh if it was offered up. She wouldn't want it. Uh, the conservative uh, leanings of Alberta's NDP are evident, I think, to to most Alberta voters. And Notley's done everything she can to distance herself from the Leap Manifesto and a lot of the other things that the federal NDP represents. I'll also point out that there's been some interesting conversation as of late as to what the impact of uh, Premier Jason Kenney could have on the federal political landscape. A lot of people believe that if he keeps his promises to immediately pick fights with British Columbia and Quebec, this could actually play in Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's favor. So we'll have to see what yeah. rolls out. Of course, we still have to go to the polls. Nothing's a done deal yet. No, that's true. So let's talk about the polls then. How are they looking? Have things tightened up at all? Not really. Uh, it, I mean, it depends on which ones you look at. It depends on which day they are. We had exclusive Ipsos Global News polling uh, just a few days ago that showed the United Conservatives with an approximate eight-point lead on the New Democrats. Uh, the, the biggest span that I've seen is about 11 points in favor of the United Conservatives. And the one thing that's consistent is that the, I'll call them the third-place party, and there are several parties vying for votes, at least six or seven of them, Simi, but the Alberta party, led by former Edmonton Mayor Stephen Mandel, you could describe them as the most centrist 
option on the ballot really hasn't gained the traction that I know it was happening to gain. They're pulling at approximately 10% among decided and leaning voters. And uh, again, Albertans still have to go to the polls, but I think that would be characterized as a disappointment. There were right. high hopes around what the Alberta Party might be able to do. We've heard a lot uh, outside of Alberta about how negative the campaign has been. Would you would you characterize it that way? Oof. I mean, geez. You know, when, when, when our Premier, Rachel Notley, well, she's the NDP leader, Rachel Notley, right now, but when she dropped the writ and announced uh, the day that Albertans would go to the polls, she did it to much fanfare in Calgary. Everybody knew that, I mean, Edmonton is a, you know, has the tendency to be an orange island in a sea yeah. of blue, right? So uh, she announced her campaign down in Calgary. That's where a lot of the big battleground is going to be. And within 90 seconds of announcing it would be April 16th, she was already calling her opponent, Jason Kenney, a liar. Uh, the NDP Warham has done a good job, I think, of mining uh, nuggets, most of them discouraging and deplorable, uh, from the social media accounts of United Conservative Party candidates. And it has been story after story after story of, of, of uh, accusations of transphobia, homophobia, uh, racism, white nationalism. Uh, to a certain extent, Jason Kenney has addressed these. A couple of candidates prevented from seeking nominations. A couple nomination, uh, a couple official candidates actually booted and asked to resign before the deadline. But the most high-profile one was a candidate by the name of Mark Smith. He's right. an incumbent in Drayton Valley, Devon, a 30-year teacher. He was elected under the Wild Rose, uh, think right-wing conservative banner, four years ago. Uh, many considered him to be a favorite for education minister uh, under Jason Kenney, should he become premier. Mark Smith, a sermon he preached in 2013 emerged where he said that gay love is not real love. And then a position paper he wrote in 2015, while in MLA, suggesting that private Christian schools should be able to fire teachers if they find out they're gay. Uh. People called for the immediate dismissal of Mark Smith. But here's the thing, Simi. It was too late to pull him off the ballot. Right. It was too late to replace him as a candidate. So Jason Kenney has allowed him to stand as a candidate to much outcry, except for in the riding where Mark Smith is running, Drayton Valley, Devon, where people, at least what they're telling reporters, they don't seem to care. The social issues have been big through this campaign. It yeah. has been nasty, a lot of mudslinging, and I think Albertans are getting exhausted. Yeah. Do you think it's going to tighten up anymore or do you think it's it's kind of a done deal at this point? Well, I'm trying to read it. I mean, I just heard your newscast uh, and uh, your anchor doing a great job pointing out the fact that, I mean, if you if, consider this, Simi, we had approximately, we had just under 1.5 million Albertans vote in 2015. That was the orange crush. That was yeah. the big election where people were angry and motivated to vote out the progressive conservatives under then uh, PC leader Jim Prentice. May he rest in peace. Uh, about 1.48, I think off the top of my head, million voters turned out. Our advance polls have already seen more than 400,000, which is, you know, approximately approximately wow. a third, just under a third of what we saw. So what does that say? I mean, there's no way yeah. to read into it right now, but I, I suspect it may have something to do with a highly motivated electorate. But on so what we'll side? See what that, uh, exactly. Everyone, you know, someone, a wise person said to me yesterday, uh, when asked which political party has the most momentum, they said, well, all of them do. It just depends what direction you're talking about. <laughs> that is so true. Well, Ryan, you better mark your calendar then, because I have a feeling we're going to have to talk to you next Wednesday when this is all over. I would be happy to join you. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, Simi. That's Ryan Jesperson, our host at 630 Ched.